Sanitizer House. Welcome to this episode 270. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey, hey. What's up, guys? And we're back, you guys, with a actual win a at home. Win. A big one, actually. Big scores, uh, which actually happened through all of MLS. Uh, big, big scores all throughout all games. Record-breaking, uh, but, right? Huh? Record-breaking week, wasn't yeah, it? it was the, like, it, most goal scores? Was it? But it was. Didn't weekend. we hit... Wasn't I don't there think like, so. I don't think I've ever heard. I don't think it was like sixty. But there, but there was an anniver- There was some kind of like anniversary or record breaking day of 20, like 20, uh, 20th thousandth goal scored in MLS. Yes, yes, yes. And then on that day, an incredible amount of goals scored in a day. Um, Every, yeah. Everybody it wanted Kevin it. Cabral? It was not Kevin Cabral. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't own goal either. That that would have been a pretty good too. An own goal. That wasn't it either. Well, we're back from a 5-2 against Vancouver, guys, from home. Uh, a very surprising result. A lot of people were just, like, in awe and with eyes incredibly open. Um, what did you guys think? <laughs> I don't know if awe is the right uh, word to describe it, unless it was awe. Because I, I was planning on going to this game. It, it's uh, my wife nephew's, my wife's nephew's birthday uh last weekend and so we had planned to like go and tailgate and like do all this stuff and hang out and then i realized like oh crap i had concert tickets for that day so i did not go to the game um i was while i was waiting for the show to start i saw that we were winning um and by the time the show started we were 4-1 so i went oh okay well good i don't have to look my phone anymore (laughs) So, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I get to watch the game the next day, but certainly is one of those things that I look at it and go, oh, I missed this. Yeah, well, you know, in the moment, it was quite surprising, um, quite surprising to see a Galaxy actually perform in that way. Um, it was one of our better games for sure throughout the season. Um, but it was always, it was also like our prettiest at least in the first half. It was like our prettiest that we've ever played, I think, um, where it it just seemed like everything we've seen on paper that was supposed to work started to or did just for this one moment, um, as we know of so far. Well, Doug, Douglas Costa didn't get uh, didn't start on the field. Yeah, and, he did And uh, Victor Vasquez was on the field. <laughs> this game... Um... <laughs> Not only do I believe this is an outlier, like it's the game was played to make a complete liar out of me, like in every in every which way imaginable and every step of the way as the game progressed, I truly believe now. And I I think I found my, my next reverse jinx. This game like made me a liar every step of the way. So I have a relative that's staying with us uh, for a bit. I haven't seen this relative in at least 20 years. Uh, He lives out in Virginia. Big, huge soccer fan. Um, I remember, I think, the last time I I did speak to him, obviously the league was very, very young. Um, So um, there was like a a mild interest, but also, you know, the snobbiness of, yeah, this league sucks, it's not there yet, and blah, blah, blah. Obviously, that has changed, and his perception has changed. He follows the league a little bit more. He probably just doesn't 
followed as closely as, as we does he? Does he? So I tell me that LAFC was the one that changed his mind. I don't think so. I hope not. I really hope not. Um, I think unless I misunderstood him, I could be wrong. Maybe he just watched the game. But the way I understood it, I think he went to the first Nashville game. But I think I misunderstood. Like I said, he lives in Virginia. Uh, he lives uh, in Virginia. You went to Nashville. He should be going to DC games. Right. Well, no, he shouldn't be going to DC games. Um, I'm saying, like, if, yeah, yeah. You know, he he should not be going to DC games. Um, But I think he was just saying he watched. Like, you know, he was like kind of an amazement that of all places, Nashville would be a soccer town, right? But um, so we're talking about that. And then I get home from work. I put, you know, getting uh, home in time for the game and watching the game. And so we're watching it together. And he's like, so how, 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 how do you think we're going to do? I'm like, oh, we're going to lose. I'm like, or at the very least, we're not going to win. And if we do win, it's going to be like very lucky. You know, we're going to hang on to like a 1-0 victory or something where we're just not going to look good. And so he says, yeah, but Vancouver is not a good team. I go, yeah, but neither is the Galaxy. Like, you know, so then he starts asking me, he's like, yeah, but, you know, they have the most championships, right? Yes, they do. But... So I started going into the whole Klein thing and what he's done to the team since he took over. This is all before the game starts. You know, all the the bad contracts, the players they signed, the manner in which they signed the players, the reasons for why they signed the players. Of course, he's completely unaware that this was going on. So he's like, wow, you know, kind of like amazed. So then the game starts and I start telling him about these players, right? Start telling him Kevin Cabral can't score to save his life, right? He, he he's literally a foot in front of the goal with no goalie, and he's gonna miss somehow. You don't know how he's gonna do it, but he's gonna do it. And you know he starts laughing. That was a good example of it. To, that was a good example of it in this game. Yeah, and so uh, there was that. I go, you know, he can't do anything. He's gonna lose the ball. He's gonna run out of bounds. He's gonna trip over the ball. He's gonna make a bad pass. Like the simplest of passes, he's gonna mess it up. You know, he's not gonna do it. Then you have. Samuel Grancier, who's kind of similar, but looks better doing it, if that's even possible or makes sense. Like, he's going to miss just as many shots. It's just going to look better because the goalie saves it, or he just misses it, or he hits the post. But he can't score either. And he's got a lot of indecisiveness. So something he should one time, or something, a pass that should be made that should be pretty basic. Nope. He just kind of makes the incorrect decision. So Samuel Grancier is, you know, not really all that much better. Then you have Efrain Alvarez, who's probably the most overrated player that we've had in quite a long time. He was supposed to be like the next big thing. That guy never materialized. That guy's running on one foot the entire game. And he doesn't score. And if he does, it's like this golazo. And everyone thinks that he can do it all the time. But that's literally the only thing that he had. It's a one-trick pony. And like the percent of that shot going in is like 1%. So he doesn't score. He doesn't create. He doesn't do anything. You know, I'm going through this whole spiel. Then I'm, I'm telling him Julian Araujo is like, he was asking me about him. I like, go, oh, yeah, you know, this might be his last game. Uh, chances are he's going to be sold to a team in Portugal. You know, he deserves it. He's probably our best defender. He's having an off year, but he's probably our best defender. Probably the only one that has like any sort of real value and anyone that's going to make do something big outside of this team. So, okay, the game's going on, whatever. Then Kevin Cabral has the header that he misses. 
And he looked at, we're, we're talking about it. I go, uh, that shot wasn't on goal. I think that he might've tried to pass it or he completely mishit it, which obviously he's not like, going to surprise me. No, no, no. To be fair to Cabral, he did try to get it across to, I think it was Chicha that was in the middle, but like, dude, put that on goal. He, was it that same one? That on no, he was, yes. he was doing a pass on that one. He was doing a pass, yeah. but you got, but the, the decision for him to make a pass. I don't, I disagree with you guys on this one. I disagree with you guys on this one. On this specific play, I think that was a good decision. It just didn't work out. I no way. I I I'm actually under the impression that he mishits it. To be honest, I actually I'm under the impression. No, that it, was, it was very clear yeah. that it was a pass it was to a pass. Chicharito. Okay. It was very a pass, but clear. it was the wrong decision because Chicha had right. three defenders on him, and he basically has to have like he has to make the goalie work there. Either way, you know. So uh, that was his. You know, that, that was the first case in which he saw Cabral. He's like, okay, well. You know, you weren't lying. And I go, no, this is probably one of the more tougher things to do. I'm telling you, he misses from, like, closer. This is not like a one-time thing, and I'm just exaggerating. This guy does it all the time. He literally invents ways, new ways to miss these easy, easy shots. So then let's, let's get to that first goal. The first goal, Cabral is sprung. He beats the trap. He's off to the races. And so my cousin's like, oh, there it is. Here we go. Here we go. It's a goal. And I, I totally had, like, that mighty duck moment where – um, Emilio Estevez gets excited when one of the players is on like a clear breakaway and one of the teammates says, dude, he's going to fuck up. <laughs> like it, it, it's this guy. He's going to fuck yeah. up. Right. Yeah. And that's exactly what I told him. Like, he's going to screw this up. Like just in real time, I'm telling him, he's going to screw this up. And then as the play's progressing, I see Grant Sear all by himself in the middle and I go, okay, Grant Sear's in the middle. I, I, this part I didn't say out loud. I didn't have time to say this, but I'm like, Grand Sears in the middle. Cabral's going to try to pass it to him in the middle. He's going to miss the pass. He's going to hit it too hard. He's going to probably do it in the air, go over his head. He's going to pass behind him. Or even if there is a decent pass, Grand Sears is probably going to miss. Well, it ends up in a goal. <laughs> um, so that's the first part, right? Well, I'm saying this guy is going to screw it up. He does it. Place is the perfect pass. Grand Sears indecisive. He doesn't score. Guess what? Grand Sears scores. I'm like, okay, well. He almost missed. Yeah, he almost missed. This is another thing that I thought that he mishit it. I'm like, I think he mishits this one too. I, 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 if he doesn't, he's aiming for the wrong spot. Yeah. But whatever. He made the goal. Whatever. Okay. So, all right. Don't expect that to happen again. So, we go on to the second goal, which is a penalty kick. Um, I will say this. People say, oh, Grant Sear was the one who pl played a role in it. Sure. I think his indecisiveness played a role in this. I think he either should have hit it one time if he was going to take a shot. And then his pass was like, <laughs> I think he was bailed out by the handball. Because I'm like, where is that pass headed? And two, mm. that pass was bad. Like, obviously, if he's trying to get it over the defender's head, the fact that it hit his hand, that was a bad pass. You got bailed out no, by I making think that a bad a decision. Maybe. Either way, I don't either, think it was a shot. Either way, either way, he gets bailed out by the handball. Yeah, he gets bailed. He one hundred percent gets bailed out. So there's a handball. While VAR is reviewing it, we we already had seen. Oh yeah, that's a clear handball. I mean, I saw it real time. So and the, and the replay was just like, yeah, that's going to be turned into a penalty kick. So I start saying, okay, cool, we can go up to nothing as long as you don't have Chicharito taking this kick. That guy cannot score a penalty kick. He's Hits it only 50% of the time. He has 50% for his career. And he made the last one he took last week. What has happened? 
CJ though takes a penalty kick. Not only does he make it, he does it via Panenka. And I'm like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, so the confidence, man. The confidence. He's he's rounding his his form is rounding back in. You he had I, two goals in that in that last in that last game, and then he he has the the balls to take up Panenka. I mean, I mean, what it's, what, it's, what, what what could the difference be, Lewis? The different. Well, I mean, the, the thing is, is that I'll tell you uh, what it is. I'll tell you what it is, Lewis. The European season started. <laughs> I'm not, I, I, dude. I know. This I is know. One of those conspiracies where that. I'm like, yes, you, because you said that last year as well, mm-hmm, or you said mm-hmm. you said it before. Uh, so okay, fair enough. Uh, so there it is. So I, I, I say Chicharito cannot score a penalty kick. He scores it in the most like you know icy way possible. Um, Grand Seer scores a brace. I'm here saying that Grand Seer can't score either. He scores two goals. Second was really nicely placed. That and I'm second like, was beautiful, dude. Yeah, very, very, very nice goal. And I'm just like, oh, my beautiful. God. Yep. Fourth goal was Victor Vasquez's shot. I don't know what the hell the keeper was doing. Maybe he doesn't see the ball because very he nice has that near post. He has that near post covered. I don't know if he just saw the ball when it was just too late or what. But, you know, I I, I mentioned Victor and, Vasquez. Like, hey, this guy has the vision. He doesn't have the legs. And he kind of is, like, ineffective. He's, like, a part, a big part of the offense. Yeah, but but he had, not dude, really. He had, he had all the time in the world for that. He did. He did. And, again, I don't know what the keeper's doing because the guy shot near post and the guy is basically standing there. I don't know what the keeper's doing. Doesn't matter. Here I am saying that Victor Vasquez was ineffective. He gets a goal. I said Efrain Alvarez is the most overrated player. He cannot score for anything in the world. He gets a goal. Araujo's our best defender. He's going to go off to Europe. He's that fault for both goals. <laughs> Literally everything yep. I told yep. my cousin was false. Everything that I had said in that game, the Galaxy proved me wrong. And as I said last week, I don't want to be proven wrong anymore. I just don't care. And so, I mean, I'm, I'm glad that they won. I wasn't upset that they won, obviously. I'm glad that they won. But I'm just laughing. I mean, he didn't call me out on it. But I'm like, this mother, this fucking team just made a liar out of me in every <laughs> step of the way. Well, I, think, I think we know what the problem is, is that, that the Galaxy hates you. Um, and so. <laughs> <laughs> well, why didn't they start hating me earlier in the season? Do it now. Hope- no, I didn't. I, I said they missed the playoffs after that hmm. Minnesota game, and that was like well over a month ago. So why, you know, you could have shown me plenty of times, uh, but they decided to do it here. So you know what? Obviously, my cousin is still here. We're going to be watching the game on Friday. <laughs> I'm going to tell him that Seattle is the best team in North America, and we are going to get pounded in every which way possible that the Vancouver game was an outlier and that that Seattle is absolutely going to destroy us and Jordan Morris is going to have a hat trick and, like, all this crazy stuff is going to happen and everything that I said about last week is going to come over here. I think this might be my new reverse jinx, guys. Uh, to be fair, I don't really have that hope, but it was just, just watching that game. I couldn't help but laugh. I'm like, like this is cause you can argue like, why can't the galaxy play like this every week? Why? Because the shit that happened during that game doesn't happen. <laughs> That's the problem. If Grant Seer would score, we would probably be winning games. If Kevin Cabral could make those types of passes, we'd probably be winning games. If Africa score more often, we would probably be winning games. 
if Douglas Costa wasn't playing more, we would probably be winning games. So, yeah, I think it's an outlier because this doesn't happen very often. And, yeah, this is probably why we're not winning as many games as possible. That was the other thing. I tell them, yeah, the Galaxy are going to lose. They, they win. The Galaxy have, like, the largest expected goals but the biggest difference in negativity because guess what? They create, but they can never score, and the Galaxy score five goals for the first time all season. Like, every step of the way was just a lie. So, you know, again, if the Galaxy do those things. Tell, tell sure. him how the Galaxy is not going to make the playoffs and there's yeah, no exactly. chance in hell. There's no chance in hell that we can make run. MLS Cup. Yeah. Right. There's literally no way that they can uh, beat uh, any other team in the playoffs and they're never going to get close to that trophy this year. Um, but no, I mean, if, if this happens... And I don't mean like the way they played. I'm just saying, like I said, if Grand Sierra can score, if Efra can score, if Cabral can, you know, make a decent pass every so often when it's the easiest thing to do, you know, if Chicharito can score more penalty kicks, right? Um, yeah, the Galaxy would be like the team that we saw in the beginning of the season where like, hey, they can probably compete against a random team. Um, but... It wasn't is just that, that doesn't though. Happen. It wasn't just that though. It was it was the movement on the ball, the speed, the the aggressiveness. <laughs> Once uh, again, I mean, Bobby, does that does that happen? No. How often does that happen? No, no, no. It doesn't. I mean, three exactly. times the whole season, maybe. Exactly. Total. Exactly. No, so the definitely. stuff that they were doing that game, it doesn't happen. Everything, it just doesn't happen in that game. So, again, I think this is an outlier. I think you know, does the Galaxy? win against Seattle. Could they win against Seattle? Sure. The way that Seattle's playing, this is a perfect opportunity for the Galaxy to take advantage. I said last week, of the remaining games that they have on their schedule, only Nashville and RSL are currently in the playoffs. Nashville is hanging on like by the slightest of threads. They are more than likely not going to make the playoffs, and I thought maybe Seattle is going to overtake them. This is a game that were, it could very well happen. But Will the Galaxy take advantage of that, right? Or will they lay an egg? They went against Kansas City and laid an egg. San Jose laid an egg. Houston laid an egg. These are very piss-poor teams. So it's really hard for me to accept that just because you have an easy schedule, just because you have like these teams that aren't going to make the playoffs doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to translate to victories. It doesn't even translate that they're going to be playing decently well. So, you know, I... Could they play like this? Sure. I just don't see it happening. I honestly think it was an outlier. I honestly think it was like that one game, like, like the fates are just comp- kind of against me today. Maybe it doesn't happen next week, but for today, you're going to look like a dumb shit. <laughs> um, yeah, I, do, I can do that by myself on any other day. The Galaxy didn't have to, you know, do it. But, um, I mean, overall, yeah, it's obviously it's, it's a good performance. I'm just, I just don't have the hope because I mean, we've seen this before, right? Um, but yeah, against Atlanta. Yeah. Well, Atlanta, they 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 squeaked by. They they scored very early, and then they hung on before yeah. Jovalich ices it. They probably, at the very least, deserve a draw in that game. Um, they were very lucky to to uh to not concede. Although, if I went back, I think I, I would say the expected goal was actually a little uh low for Atlanta because their shots were uh, not of high quality, but. Um, it just looked like Atlanta was pretty much in control and dictating the the second half. So the Galaxy very much had to hold on. Uh, so yeah, it's 
And that's what I kind of figured, like, look, even if you beat Vancouver, that's what it's going to look like. Like, you're not going to look good doing it. You're going to, you know, kind of get lucky. Um, so um, I'm probably saying the same thing in Seattle, I think. Obviously, Seattle is still Seattle, right? I mean, despite the, their current form, despite their recent results, it's hard for me to accept that Seattle is going to miss the playoffs. It's it's hard for me to accept that the Galaxy can easily beat Seattle. I just don't think that's going to happen. Um, no, I think we're going to see Seattle. You know, like the Seattle we know. I like, feel like that's what we're going to see. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you could easily leave it to the Galaxy to give hope to a team that needs it, right? Like you need that. The, Seattle needs to jumpstart somewhere. And a victory puts them right back into the playoff, uh, above the playoff line. So, and they would leapfrog the galaxy. So, like, leave it to the galaxy to to do something like that. And they've done that several times. So, um, yeah, the galaxy could definitely drop the ball here. It's a Friday night game. I don't know if anything really goofy happens on Friday, but um, you know, everyone would be excited about the, the possibility of Ricky Pouge making his his debut. We don't know that because he's still. Uh, needs his visa. He was supposed to do something about that today. No word on whether or not it actually went through. I guess we'll know if he's practicing with the team. You know, in the next couple of days, you know that he has a visa. If no, he's still, I think, he, I think he is practicing with the team. We just haven't seen pictures because he's not supposed to be practicing with the team. Well, um, well but as soon as well, the Galaxy no. releases those media shots, he right. will have his visa. Right. Um, uh, from what we were told that he's been practicing by himself. Yeah, he's there, but he's practicing by himself. And you believe what, what the galaxy has told us? That's not what they know. This is like eyewitness from like credible, you know, this is coming from like Josh or uh, who else covers the team. Like they're, they're saying like, they're looking at it saying that this is, you know, again, if it's coming from the galaxy, no, of course I don't believe them. Uh, but if, you know, someone does come in and seize it, they could very much be in violation there. So um, you definitely don't want to take that the, risk. The media also is not allowed to be at practices. So I suppose, yeah. Um, but we'll see. Uh, so with all this anticipation, you know, it's a Friday night game. It's against Seattle. Uh, you know, fans are going to be hyped up. And what did the Galaxy do when fans are really that hyped was, up? No, I, I, I would argue no, I would argue that they, that was they were throwing a big... Uh, like kids party um like they uh this last weekend was kids night uh, yeah but nobody was hyped up for it i would say i would think that people were hyped up for it i i one i did not see any hype and two nobody can really at least here can attest about that vibe because nobody went to the game right so it's hard, but I, I didn't really see much going on social media. Usually you see some sort of excitement leading up to it, and I didn't really feel it. It, it was obviously, you know, the Galaxy haven't really given us reason to get hyped up. There was a there so, was a mascot dance-off, I heard. There was there was a mascot dance-off, I heard as well. I didn't see it, obviously, but yeah. Um, but like, like I said, we'll, we'll see. At, at the very least, I think I think the, the, the debut of Pooj uh, will get people excited just to see how he how he plays and how he uh uh integrates himself with this team how he meshes and if he does somehow improve the team i don't think he's a savior i think it's a good signing it's a good set of business i think it's it's kind of phenomenal how we pull that off um but as i said before 
nobody could really be successful under um, the current FO. So you know what? He might be a good player. That doesn't necessarily mean he's going to translate into success uh, here with the Galaxy. Uh, maybe individually he's good, and he just doesn't necessarily fit with the team. Uh, something that Derek Williams has said earlier in the season, that we have individuals, we don't have a team. So um, we'll see if he actually fits in this team and if he can bring everything together. And um, if something improves, because... No, I, I don't want him to fit into the team. I want him to improve the team. If he fits into the team, that means, you know, he's he's going down. Sure, sure. But you know what I mean by, you know, like he, he, I, he will be like a Costa, right? The guy, obviously, you know, whatever. Um, that's it for me. Unless you guys want me to go over some of the stats. I, I, I up to you guys well you know what let's just go ahead and do that because i think you know it's a victory let's go ahead and have a little bit of fun with it who is the highest rated player of this match had to be grand seer yeah it's grand seer is it yeah it is uh two goals i mean i mean it's it's it's, it's really hard to to deny someone the scores two goals the highest rated player of the game who was the second highest rated player uh, Chicha. Victor Vasquez, maybe. Uh, so that's number uh, two and three. Victor Vasquez was number two, and Chicha was number three. Uh, by the way, all these, those three players all went 69 minutes. Those are the three subs. Uh, those nice. are the three highest rated players. Uh, Victor Vasquez with a goal. Uh, Chicha with a goal and an assist, and somehow is le- uh, less rated than uh, Victor Vasquez. Who is the Ooh. worst? Well, who's at least uh, a lowest rated player? Worst. Mm-hmm. Douglas Costa played in this game, right? <laughs> he he did play in this game. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, but too little minutes for him to like really be. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say out of the starters, probably Bond. Out of the starters, I would go with. Damn, this one's really hard. Uh, Depew, shit. Um, I would have said Bond simply because, yeah, he let two goals in, right? Because uh, they always they always short sh- short shaft yeah. the keeper on those on those games uh, on those That's type why. of games, right? Yeah, yeah. I would have said Bond. It it is actually Nick DePew. Mm. Uh, the entire the entire back line, the entire back line had a yellow card. <laughs> All of them yeah. had yellow cards. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Uh, Julian Rojo, by the way, eight point uh, with a yellow card. Whoa. He he did have an assist. Um, but 8.0, uh, 6.8 for Depew. Uh, the next lowest one was in fact Bond at 7.0. Cabral went 86 minutes. I don't know why he went so long, but he went 86 minutes. Uh, he did have an assist, uh, 7.3 rating for him. Uh, 7.0 also for Sega Kulabali. So there was that. Um, and then. Uh, I'll just say 62% possession in favor of the Galaxy, 2.89 expected goals, so more than exceeded what they were supposed to uh, uh, supposed to do. 13 shots for the Galaxy compared to 11 uh, for Vancouver, so the shots were basically even. Only one big chance for Vancouver, they missed it. Uh, five big chances for the Galaxy, they missed two of those. 1.04 expected goals for Vancouver, that rounds out the... Uh, the stats there. 
There was a rumor. I don't really believe it. Um, David, you heard about this, right? I don't think I have. Kevin Cabral. Kevin Cabral. Oh, 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 the Kevin Cabral rumor? Oh, yeah, that's... There's no way that's, that's true, That's right? Bobby Cox. There's, yeah, there's just absolutely no way that that could be true. Bobby, did you hear about that? Didn't you guys send some link about him going somewhere? To Red Bull Leipzig? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, Honestly, the only... The only reason I would imagine Red Bull Leipzig would want to bring in Kevin Cabral is because they have a new formula of like Red Bull and, and they're going to check to see if he actually sprouts wings. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't believe that. I, I don't even know how I can, I don't even know how I can be brain dead and believe it. It doesn't make any sense, like, whatsoever. Um, I've got nothing else. You guys have anything else to say? David? About- no, I, I don't really have anything other than go get the magazine. Yep. All right, guys. Well, thank Ooh. you for listening. Oh, wait, wait. Really quick, because I, cause I just uh, signed on Twitter, so I'll just say it right now. So, uh, Galaxy, uh, LA Galaxy Rumors just posted on Twitter that uh, uh, Kevin Baxter, who's uh, doing the, uh, currently right now uh, live on uh, the Galaxy uh uh, Josh's uh, Corner of the Galaxy podcast said that the Galaxy has signed an extension with Herbalife. So Herbalife oh, yeah. will be uh, our uh, yeah. uh, sponsor oh, for <laughs> not a surprise. There it is, wow. but it's used. So you made I thought it sound I just so dire. Right okay. Chris, Chris Klein, Chris Klein coming up next. Chris Klein coming up next. That's right. All right, guys. More we'll dire. Th- we'll, we'll go there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Herbalife. Okay. All right, guys. Well, thank you for... Li- yeah, I know. I mean, at least we're not getting some get the, weird get logo. Get those shakes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. That was episode 270. Go ahead and... Uh, to the Go ahead. And, like David said, go to the website and get the, the issue. Say goodbye, David and Lewis. Goodbye, David and Lewis. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to LA Is Our House. Make sure you check out our website, laisourhouse.com, where you can find all our social sites. Also, listen in to Balls In Beers, our weekly MLS prediction show, where you can find on iTunes and Spotify. Hit that subscribe button.